Welcome to Growing Pains, a business podcast for entrepreneurs and their teams who find themselves in the growth phase or messy middle in between startup and aiming for six or seven figures and beyond. I'm your host, Laurie Sterling, a COO, coach and mentor. I both do what I teach and teach what I do with a passion for empathetic team leadership, business operations and all things entrepreneurship. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today, I am interviewing Brooke Scott. So Brooke is a COO and integrator who truly lives her best nerd life when she's working behind the scenes in the operations, systems, and funnels of her clients' businesses. Her mission is to help others optimize and restore their business operations foundation without wasting time and money. She focuses her approach to any project or task using lean fundamentals with the overall goal to keep things streamlined from the ground up. She serves women entrepreneurs and mumpreneurs, agencies, coaches, course creators, and consultants in the online space by creating swoon-worthy, efficient systems of their dreams and manages their internal and external operations so they can get back to doing what they love in their zone of genius. Brooke, you are someone after my own heart. How are you? Welcome. Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So tell me, how long have you been in business for? Yeah, so I am coming up on about three years now. So it's definitely been, I'm on the on the newer side of things, if you want to say less than five for sure. But it's been such a, you know, fast paced track and I've been living for it every minute. And it seems like yesterday is whenever I just got started. So mm-hmm. it's been a journey, but yeah, almost three years. It's exciting. Yeah. And what made you start your business? So I was introduced to the online space by my sister-in-law actually. Mm-hmm. And Whenever I was introduced to it, I was like, wait, this is this is it. This is a place where I can really lean into my strengths and really, you know, lean into the education that I've had and the training and all of the things and really make it my own and find, you know, what's going to work, you know, well with me and how I learn and how I just do as an entrepreneur. So I was really excited to, you know, get started, take the journey. And for maybe the first one and a half to two years, so I'm pretty feeling aligned now, but at the beginning, I was definitely finding, you know, my footing when it comes to what specific title or role or like capacity I wanted to be in. So I started as a virtual assistant and navigated into OBM roles, did funnel builds, strategy, integration specific, did a little coaching here and there, you know, I've kind of touched in all of the things and I've kind of found a well-rounded, I guess, quote unquote title, which you actually helped me kind of clarify in one of our recent calls. And that's kind of led me to where I am today as being, you know, a COO and integrator, which is, you know, taking that strategic abilities and also being able to integrate and implement because I love the doing aspect of things. Yeah, that's right. It it goes hand in hand. And sometimes like we might know so much about the business strategy and theory, but we don't want to be the face of the business. We're happy. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've always struggled with like, what would that actually look like in a specific role as being an entrepreneur or playing a part, you know, on a team and what that meant for my growth? Because I always thought, you know, I might be stunted because I like to do the things behind the scenes. I want to be an integrator, but I also want to be in the strategic aspect as well. So I kind of struggled with that for a while, but I'm really glad that I am now aligned thanks to you. Brilliant. Brilliant. So how many clients do you serve at the moment? So right now I have four one-to-one and I'm serving them in an operations capacity. So from client operations manager to COO, kind of a mixture of the things that we talked about, a lot of funnel builds, 
And then I try to keep at least one or two VIP implementation projects on at a time, which is either a day capacity or a week capacity. Sometimes it's two weeks. It depends. But I try to do a couple of those per month. That way, I'm getting some variety outside of the one-to-one as well. So the door is always revolving and opening, and I'm just looking for new opportunities to sharpen my sword. But I'm really enjoying uh, serving the one-to-one clients that I do have right now. Yeah. And how do you find your clients, both one-to-one and the project-based ones? Yeah. So I have been very fortunate and blessed to be able to find them through you know, referrals and word of mouth. So that's been such a blessing in and of itself to be able to be known in this space as someone who is reliable and a go-to source for this type of work. And then I'm also in a few communities here and there who, you know, we just connect and bounce ideas off of each other and kind of just work together in that aspect as well. So I'm growing when it comes to the community side of things and getting more involved with other entrepreneurs in the space as well. So some referrals, some from there, but yeah, typically referrals or just through my Instagram. Nice. So what sort of success have you had so far in your business? And what does that success look like for you? Yeah. So Achieving the level of success that I've had in the last nearly three years has been such a ride and is something that has been moving so quickly. I didn't think I could be where I am currently, but now I know that that is something that I can surpass, even though it's scary. And something that was kind of like a catalyst to even getting to that point was booking out at the rates that I'd wanted to for a while, but I never really initiated. And once I decided to take that step and you know, I feel like I opened the door for everything to just come in immediately after. Oh, wow. Okay. So you asked for more money and it actually snowballed. (laughs) I mean, not, not exactly like, Hey, I need some more money, but it was, I was in a time period of where a couple of my clients had shifted and adjusted. And I knew that I had capacity to bring on other people. So instead of having the, you know, time where it was like, Hey, client, so-and-so it's time I'm upping my rates. Um. It's, I have new people coming on board. I can finally be at the place that I want to getting started with someone new. So that's kind of like how that happened. And that happened with like two or three people at one time. So it kind of all just like snowballed. And now we are here where we are today. Okay. So tell me how many team members do you manage like in total out of all of your clients? Oh gosh. Out of all my clients, quite a few. I would say probably eight to 10. I can't like count off the top of my head, but probably around that capacity across the teams that I work on right now. And do you hire anyone for yourself, like your own VA or anything like that? So I need to, Uh but my husband does work with me and he is, he manages the internal business as well as our finances while I manage the external business with the clients one-to-one. So he's the one who keeps me in line. But as far as the needing a virtual assistant, I do uh, work kind of in the, in the talks of that phase of maybe bringing someone on to help in that aspect for me internally. So does your husband also do the same line of work as you? No, he is more on the financial side of things for our business and anything when it comes to managing us internally from the website or the content or, you know, the yearly plan, all the things. Oh, he yeah. does that for me. Yeah. Ah, oh, that yeah, he's, he's a great partner. Yeah, Good. that's great. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I think I could bring my husband in to work. You know, people, people say that and... I, again, I guess I've been fortunate enough to be blessed and he's, he's been great so far. I haven't had to smack him yet. So it's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. All right. So how many hours 
per week do you typically work? So whenever I have a full roster of one-to-one clients, I typically work 36 to 40 hours a week. And I just keep that full load just because that's how I want to approach my business and how I want to show up and work. And then, of course, having those weekly projects as well as they come. I set my business up to run at that capacity. And if I know I need to adjust that for one reason or another, I make sure that I can plan for that in advance because being an entrepreneur in this space is about having a life first business. And sometimes that looks like full time. And sometimes that looks like two days a week. It just, it really just depends. But right now I'm working about 36 to 40 hours a week, just based on the flow that I have and how I'm showing up for my clients. Yeah. All right. So when it comes to your CEOs, what are their capacities? Like in your introduction, you said that you mm-hmm. want to free up their time. What's that success? Oh, CEOs? absolutely. My clients don't work full time in their businesses. So I'm able to take some of their time back. So that way they can step into the areas where they love. So whether that is, you know, taking on one-to-one coaching clients or whether that's just living their life and letting the business run for them, that's what I'm there for. Mm. And what sort of growth have you seen in your clients' businesses? As far as growth in my clients' businesses, I would say definitely the time capacity has been a huge adjustment since bringing me on in those capacities. That's kind of the the biggest area. And then also managing you know multiple launches at once. So being able to get through a lot more projects strategically throughout the entire year, you know, versus not having someone to help you in that aspect of things. But my big goal is to help them, you know, get their time back, cut the waste out of, you know, their systems, their operations, their tech, you know, if they have XYZ like platforms here and there, we want to really make sure that like whatever they're paying for, they're getting their money's worth or they're not, they don't need to have that anymore. And all the things that just kind of bundle into all of that together. Yeah. What would you say has been the catalyst for the growth that you've seen in their business? I would really just say, you know, leaning into the change that has come with, you know, being an entrepreneur in this space and whatever capacity my clients are in and, you know, just taking initiative when it comes to planning out our year, planning out our quarters and, you know, really shooting for the stars. And if things, you know, need to change and move, then we change and move and we're flexible and all the things. So I would say just letting that flow guide us would be kind of like the driving factor to the success that we have because the team feels in alignment. That's great. And how has that impacted your role in particular? It feels a lot more aligned. It feels a lot more spacious. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the team just feels a lot more cohesive. Not that it ever wasn't, but Mm -hmm. everyone's in their zone. Everyone's doing what they love and everyone loves to show up. And we have the time, whether it's downtime or time behind the scenes to get things done. And it, it just feels good all the way around. Nice. So what advice would you give to an entrepreneur who wants to hire their first COO or integrator? First, I would say decide if that level of support is something you're looking for right now or if you're looking for a VA. So very different things. Neither are a bad thing in any capacity. They're both different in their own roles. Operations managers, COOs have more of the strategic capacity to help in the overall scheme of things usually while VAs are more of the administrative tasks that need to get done. So if you're needing someone that's in that strategic level capacity and you're needing implementation, then I would suggest someone in those roles, you know, that you and I have, which would be someone who is a COO or integrator who does both and just understand what you're looking for first. And then you'll be able to decide what type of budget you would need to just, you know, set aside for that role. Yeah. It's essentially like bringing in a business coach to work inside of your business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah. So what advice would you give to a COO who wants to work side by side with a CEO? I would say to take the days as they come. Uh, A part of being in this world, work as entrepreneurs in this field is being able to not only perform and execute, but being able to go with the flow and let time take you where the energy flows. You can't force that. Having an ability to adapt and change and be comfortable with that is a strength that you need to have when working hand in hand with the CEO of a business because during that strategic planning phase, things are changing all the time. So definitely leaning into that strength. Yeah, no two days are ever the same in this. Oh, no, 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 no. And you can you can plan for months in advance and tomorrow it's going to be completely different. So, it, so true. you just have to lean into it. Yeah. All right. So what has been the hardest part about managing a growing team? You know, after we just talked about the strength of, you know, adapting, yeah. the hardest part was learning to do that. Wow. I would say it's definitely a strength I have now. But over the past three years, it's been a journey of going with the flow and learning to change and pivot and lean into what feels good. That's what the driving factor is in entrepreneurship. It's doing what you love, but also, you know, listening to how that feels for you and how that's aligned for you. Yeah. So what's the highlight about working with a growing team for you? I would say being able to find what I actually love to do and what I'm good at and being able to use my education, occupational background, regardless of what roles I've been in in the past, on top of being able to work from home and, you know, have my own life with my husband and living a life first business would probably be the highlight of, you know, being in, a, in business as an entrepreneur in general. Yeah. And being appreciated for all that knowledge and background that you have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me what's next for you. What are your own dreams and goals and visions for your business? Yeah. So typically whenever someone asks me about a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, you know, in the past I've had like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to blah, blah, blah. But since, you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, (laughs) the days, like I said, take them as they come. You never know what, you know, what's going to feel right. I'm just, I'm here for whatever and wherever life takes me. I do want to be in this capacity. I want to be able to grow. I want to be able to shift and move and keep growing. So whatever that looks like, I'm here for it. But I want to be able to serve in the space that I'm in, the online space. You're here for the ride. I'm here. (laughs) That's great. So how will people follow you in your crazy journey as it happens? Oh my goodness. On Instagram, that's typically where I'm showing up, but I do have other social medias accounts as well you could find through there but typically is where I show up on the daily is Instagram. All right. And what's your handle on Instagram? It's at ops.analyst.brook. Sorry, I had to get complicated with the handle there, but that's what it is. That's fine. We'll make sure we link to it in the show notes. That's fine. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you to everyone for listening and thank you to Brooke for joining me today. I would like to put it out there. Brooke has done my current quiz, which is how to assess your strengths and talents to see if you're ready to take the leap into being a COO mentor. When Brooke filled out this quiz for me, she got like the highest marks I've ever had anyone (laughs) fill out in this form. So I'm like, we have to get you on this podcast. (laughs) um, If you are an OBM and you would like to like level up and think more like a COO, improve your leadership skills, teach your team to work autonomously, have tools to make better decisions and improve your strategic management and confidence. 
then I have this quiz that will help you assess your strengths and your talents to see if you're ready to take the leap yourself. It's coopotential.scoreapp.com. And again, I'll put the link in the show notes or reach out and we'll have a chat because I can be your very own COO mentor as well. How did you find that quiz? Honestly, I thought it was so incredibly helpful because before you and I had even chatted, I was, I guess, calling myself, you know, someone who is in like the systems, tech, automations, funnels. I didn't really have like a specific title, integration, operations, blah, 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 all of that type of stuff. And I knew uh, everything, but I didn't know like what that actually meant or how I could sum that up. And taking your quiz, it really guided me through. Yeah, no, I could do that. Yeah, no, I do that. Yes, yes, that's a line. That's a line. Yeah, that makes sense. And it gave me a more clear path to be like, okay, this is where I'm in alignment. This is where I show up. And this is how I feel, you know, so much better in my business. So as soon as I, you know, finish up that quiz, I was like, here's the clarity I needed. Where's it been on my life? Are you kidding? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, well, I hope everyone else gets that clarity too. That's brilliant. All right. Well, until next time, thank you, everyone, and have a productive day.